Welcome back <laughs> to Oh Cousin, My Cousin. We just talked about Goodfellas. That was fun and fine. That was good. That was fine. Um, and now we're here to talk about... Ex Machina. <laughs> the movie. Another, Another A24. Jeez, we love these, don't no. we? They're just so fun to talk about. They're so fun to talk about. We gotta about. do them all. For those of you who haven't tuned in yet, this is a podcast of two cousins where we talk all about things that are about (laughs) (laughs) nice movies movies games shows shows, books we'll get to books eventually maybe maybe keep them guessing um and we have some reoccurring guests on this episode right cuz right and they are they need no introduction so let's just continue no say something (laughs) they have their own mics now yeah you guys introduce yourselves you like doing that we're professional now. We are. <laughs> We're slowly going to steal your pod. Mm-hmm. So, so this who are, is phase one. Who are, who are you? I'm Cheyenne. And I'm Julia. And I'm Drew. <laughs> and I'm Mal. We're the cousins. We're the cousins. Um, before we before we st- before we dive into this movie, um, take a deep dive. Take a deep dive. Al would say, as I would always say, um, I have a game. I have this Stroop waffle container. And I want everyone to hold it and feel it for no more than five seconds. Do not look inside, and then I'm going to take it back, and then I want everyone to guess what's inside of this. Okay? <laughs> okay. Carson, start with you. You get five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, shy. Don't let it open. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, Julia. Five, four, three, two, one. Let the record show that everybody had a chance to touch and feel and shake the Stroopwafel container. Who would like to guess first? Can I hazard a guess? Yes. I think it is a pristine film quality pair of Nathan's Calvin Klein's. Oh my gosh. Wonderful oh my God, guess. That's so that's good. I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> it felt like nothing was in there. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, is your guess nothing? Uh cotton balls <laughs> locking in okay so we have calvin klein underwear <laughs> cotton balls i thought it was a little heavier like there was like uh something kind of dense inside okay and like the only thing that comes to mind is hand warmers i don't think <laughs> i don't think it's hand warmers but but I it very well could be guess that's my only guess okay are you guys ready to see what is inside very of excited the waffle i container? think so <clears throat> it's fucking nothing. Here we go. Wait, 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 wait. What if butterflies just no, burst like, out? Oh, it? No one's I hope not. I hope not because I shook the shit out of it. No, it no one is going to get hurt from this. Mm-hmm. Does anyone get it? Oh, man. It's Mr. Meeseeks. Oh, oh. Mr. Meeseeks. It's the stuff Mr. Meeseeks. Can I hold up? This yeah. is the talking Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> So, fun fact, I used to work at Target, and when I did, there were two Justins that worked there that were basically, like, my my managers. Your Justins. My Justins. And they each gave me a Meeseeks toy before I left or before they left. And this, one of the Justins gave me this plush Meeseeks. Oh. And I've had it ever since. I've had it for, like, three years. And then nice. I have, like, a other, like, Lego, I don't even know. That's so cute. Meeseeks. That's... Thanks for bringing him to the show. I thought yeah. it was so, so angry. We should, we should get a picture of him and put it on the. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like in between all our pictures. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> okay. So without further ado, 
A quick synopsis. Caleb Smith, a programmer at a huge internet company, wins a contest that enables him to spend a week at the private estate of Nathan Bateman, his firm's brilliant CEO. When he arrives, Caleb learns that he has been chosen to to be the human component in a Turing test to determine the capabilities and consciousness of Ava, a beautiful robot. However, it soon becomes evident that Ava is far more self-aware and deceptive than either man imagined. Dun, dun, dun. So let's all um, give our, our rating out of 10 for this. Um, I'll go first, if you guys don't mind. Please. <clears throat> I would give this movie an 8 out of 10. Solid. Solid yeah. 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I think I would too. I really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, thought it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was I, awesome. Every time we do a rating, I forget what we did before. and Maybe I'd yeah. give this one an 8.5. Okay. Actually, I really like this one. Mm-hmm. So eight, eight point five. Shy. I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Nice. I'm still only give a nine point five. I don't know what's a ten. I can't think of a movie that's a ten, but I just don't. I'm like saving that. Yeah. So this one's a nine point five. I like nice. that. Nice. Um, yeah, I'd say a nine probably. Wow. I really like this movie yeah. too. It's great. Yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah. Rock and roll. All right, now I'm going to change your fucking eights to nines. That's my mission with this. (laughs) I love it. So I love this movie because it's like you can take it as like a straightforward AI, sci-fi, whatever, or you can get really nerdy and philosophical with it. Yes. Which is what we're going to do. Yeah, I'm going to ease you guys in. We're going to start with some some simple questions and we're going to end at Nietzsche. So, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, this movie starts with like the basic question that all AI movies start with, which is, is AI human or what level of AI becomes human? It starts there, right? Mm -hmm. You think that Caleb's going to do the Turing test, but then you learn that it's not really a Turing test because he knows he's talking to a robot, which kind of ruins the whole purpose of a Turing test. Mm. So then we get into all these questions of like what level of consciousness means that AI has human rights? What makes Eva worthy of freedom, but Kyoko is a slave? Like what level of humanity allows AI to be like its own independent free person? trippy right yeah. so i think my question to you guys to start off with <laughs> do you see ava as a villain or a victim oh i see her as a victim she didn't ask to be brought into this world or imprisoned mm. or anything like that um you know she's curious like i think a human would be if they were you know born into captivity mm-hmm. and then only heard tales of the outside that's my thought I think her being a victim turned her into a villain. Mm. Mm. Uh, I don't think she was inherently bad, Mm -hmm. um, but the circumstances she was under uh, led her to do bad things for her own good. Uh, I don't think anyone deserved what they got in the movie. Mm -hmm. So that is what makes me think it's more being a villain at Mm -hmm. the end there. Yeah, I agree with that. Also, this feels like a um, college philosophy class. <laughs> That's kind of what it's going to be. Yeah, which I love. This is exciting. It is. Philosophy was my favorite thing. and So, yeah, it's going to be a little bit like Good. that. So, yeah, yeah, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer no. to whether, yeah, but it both. has to do with whether you think she passes the Turing test or not. Okay. So, can we give a brief overview of what the Turing test yeah. is yeah. again? So, the Turing test is, I think it was... Definition. I can't remember the guy dude yeah Yeah. alan turing um also i just watched imitation game (gasps) 
about That's Alan good. Turing, and mm-hmm. it's very good. Uh-huh. So if you haven't watched that, watch that. It's great. Benedict Sour Patch Cumberbatch <laughs> Kids is in it. Cumberbun, son. Cumberbun. Come on, my son. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Anyways, the Turing test. All right, so the Turing test was made by Alan Turing, who essentially created a test to determine if a computer would pass as a human. Mm-hmm. So the test involved a questioner and, I guess, a questionee. So the questioner would be human, asking the questionee, which would be either a computer or a human, and if they would ask the same questions to a computer as a human and the questioner could not discern between the human answers and the computer answers if they believed the computer they were talking to was human that would be passing the turing test mm, which gotcha. would then also allude to it having like passable artificial intelligence mm-hmm. wow that's the very basis of it mm-hmm. so your question shy was does ava pass the turing test mm-hmm. Which is kind of a flimsy question because we know that she's AI. Right. So it kind of ruins mm-hmm. the blind part of that question. But in, early, I think it's fairly early on in the movie, Nathan says, like, she already has passed the Turing mm-hmm. test. Mm-hmm. Like, she's already there. Mm-hmm. You can talk to her and, you know, you think never she's know. a human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's going beyond that. He wants to know how you feel about mm-hmm. her. Does she have humanity mm-hmm. is, I think, what it hinges on. Yeah. Do you empathize with her? Mm-hmm. Does she have her own emotions past just being able to hold an intelligent conversation with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then be if she does, if she does pass, if she does have humanity, can she be subservient? Is she a slave? Is she does she earn her own human slash AI rights? <sighs> but yeah, I, I think there's no right or wrong answer, and I, th- I love that the movie leaves it really open to mm-hmm. letting you you can sympathize with Caleb at the end because he gets fucked over like yeah. he's just he, he, <laughs> big bummer he totally gets, gets locked in a room mm-hmm. wild her feminine wiles just totally manipulate him into escaping and he mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he goes from empathizing with her to absolute despair yeah, yeah. dang yeah. dang mm-hmm. god what an idiot <laughs> I was, I was he just, is the poor I guy the whole movie cocked. he does and I, just he gets stupider and stupider or at least like as the movie went on i was like really you don't Mm -hmm. think nathan's watching you or like really like you're just like sold into her yeah like right when the power shutoff started happening Mm -hmm. i would have immediately told nathan like what she told him when the power (laughs) shut off i would have been like yo nathan so she's doing this yeah like and he just immediately trusted her so he kind of immediately must have identified her as more human than yeah ai because he just reacted like she was human trapped. He, all of his reactions are yeah. very like which is protective. interesting because he i mean i don't know what his job was at that mm-hmm. company but well he was a he was just a programmer yeah he was a oh, good okay. one but he mm-hmm. had a very sheltered upbringing um so w- like with that he didn't really have very good social skills or whatnot so when he sees someone acting that way towards him he i think he just kind of takes it as Mm -hmm. authentic Mm -hmm. and it's kind of his downfall yeah Yeah. he's a little green i was gonna say he's he is an idiot (laughs) i wrote that down but you feel for him because this is something that he would never have imagined he'd see in his lifetime you know it completely bewilders him and he's so encapsulated in everything that Ava is 
that he can't help himself but like completely give all his attention to that and fall in love with her and like mm-hmm. the whole idea of her right mm-hmm. i think he falls in love with the idea of her more than mm-hmm. her as her own person he gets kind of predatory or kind of like like he's watching her when on the video feed and she doesn't know mm-hmm. oh no he's, she knows does, he's, i was he's gonna like, say does she know well she yeah knows. he doesn't think she knows though yeah. which is kind right. of fucked on his end and then he starts like it's pretty quickly he starts or the way that it's filmed he starts sexualizing her like there's yeah. a whole sh- mm-hmm. scene where he's looking at her and you it zooms out on his neck and you can see his pulse is quickening and he's yeah. Yeah. immediately seeing her as a sexual being when she's theoretically born a week ago right like yeah. has no idea of the world is not a you know mm-hmm. it, it kind of it kind of turns for me at the end i don't really mm-hmm. when he gets locked in i'm kind of like yeah fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah sure but that was also yeah. nathan's manipulation yeah right to have yeah. to have um what's general hux's name Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> to have... <laughs> Just bring from? it back to Star Wars <laughs> oh, and we'll, we'll understand. Tell me the Star Wars terms and I'll understand. <laughs> Did Poe Dameron <laughs> trick General Hux? Yeah. yeah so like he, he used... He's, uh, he said his porn mm-hmm. profile and yeah, categories like people who watch his history to make Ava like physically attractive mm-hmm. to him and she also uses emotions to to appeal to Caleb mm-hmm. and the those emotions are definitely gonna end up being somewhat sexual because because she was because built that way well because that's the trick she's using mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. yeah. through mm-hmm. to Caleb so it's not just her uh her own like conscious working and using her sexuality it to her advantage it's also nathan making her look a certain way to mm-hmm. appeal to mm-hmm. caleb so mm-hmm. i don't think it's i don't think caleb's totally at fault of being attracted yeah he gets totally manipulated right mm-hmm. yeah but you're saying but it turns to a point where it's like it's a little creepy i mean it's, it's, a little it's, it's a little I creepy, creepy but he's been he's totally been hook lined and sinkered yeah. into the situation <laughs> that it's just like i I'm just I playing a little devil's advocate. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's great. But Nate, yeah, Nathan like goes on and on about how she has like sexual parts. Yeah, and she has mm-hmm. you know. Oh, but that's yeah. also mm-hmm. part of the of his idea of a Turing test mm-hmm. is if you're gonna make a conscious being, sex is a very important part of being a conscious mm-hmm. being. So there needs to be that element. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he even goes as far to say like, well, what's the point of anything if you, you don't have sex? Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so i don't yeah. know i yes i guess it is a little creepy sure but it's all set up that way so i don't yeah. feel like he's really being that predatory because it's all being like given to him mm-hmm. you guys gonna get really weird with it i want to yeah i want to get let's <laughs> get, get, really let's heady. get weird Hans, Hans, we're getting weird okay don't come in here <laughs> all right anybody know about nietzsche famous philosopher no you do. I do. Let's hear it, So, Nietzsche is pretty popular for his death of God philosophy. You ever heard, God is dead and we mm-hmm. killed him? Nietzsche. Yep. Mm-hmm. The extended part of that quote is, God is dead and we have killed him. What was holiest and mightiest of all that the world has yet known has bled to death under our knives. Lot of symbolism totally echoed in the movie from that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, what Nietzsche is saying, he has wow. a whole, a whole um, novel about this that our scientific progression and knowledge has killed the idea of a god. The more that we understand about how the universe works, physics, right. basic 
we don't need those belief systems to explain how the universe works anymore. Hmm. So his argument is the more we know about the universe as being governed by physical laws and not divine providence, the less the idea of a God makes sense. Hmm. Just his opinion. Interesting. <laughs> Whatever you want to think of that, you, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I love that that quote has literally all that we have yet known has bled to death under our knives where Nathan, who is presented to us as the godlike character mm-hmm. to Eva, is literally stabbed by his own scientific creation. Wow. Dang. And Caleb even says, you know, what you're doing is is something that a god could do. And then mm-hmm. Nathan kept saying, you kept telling me, I'm not a human, I'm a god. Yeah. I never said that. Nathan totally <laughs> runs with this god ego yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he also does it in like a joking mm-hmm. like manner. Like he right. knows that. He knows. But it's, yeah. It's kind of funny. But further symbolism there. Yeah. Wow. So literally both, I think both Kyoko and Eva end up stabbing Nathan mm-hmm. at the yes. end. One in the back, one in the chest. Mm-hmm. And so... Stomach. crazy. Yeah. So Nietzsche's argument was that the more we learn, the more that we will reject God. Mm-hmm. And we see that as Caleb finally defying Nathan. Because, I mean, Nathan to Caleb is kind of a godlike character before even all this AI stuff. He created Blue Book, which is their version of Google. Like, mm-hmm. he is... Mm-hmm. above and beyond and genius that, yeah like he's 13 yeah he wrote right. the code or something right. yeah. prodigy yeah and he's this elusive no one really knows that much about him and he's yeah like he's the reason for everything that technology wise like why he's even there but then at the very end caleb's like fuck you like fuck you man i'm gonna do what i want i'm gonna mm-hmm. totally defy you like humans defying the idea of a god mm-hmm. it's just cool there's a lot of parallels yeah that's Whoever, really cool i don't know who wrote this maybe you know this thing is alex garland wrote and directed mm-hmm. but i don't uh, might Must have a philosoph- check that philosophical back in you. I, I have a mm-hmm. I have a quick like little interlude that mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on is it is Alex Garland. I just wanted to oh cool. say you're great. Um, Nathan's in his own little estate out in the middle of nowhere that's virtually inaccessible, and he doesn't even have a staff for medical purposes. Um, like psychological purposes <laughs> uh you know cooking cleaning nothing like that so he's all alone out there mm-hmm. and that's definitely something that a uh like a godlike mentality to have is that he's invincible mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so wow. for him to be out there all alone the way he is it also just kind of echoes his own thoughts on himself of you know, of um oh and like hardly any security measures like really yeah Yeah. like he doesn't have a kill switch for the ai or anything like that like he's their master so like that will never happen to him so he never worries really about that he feels he's pretty invincible yeah and this this brings up a question of mine which is if he is so distrusting of other humans that he is the only human at this facility right Why does he allow himself to put his defenses down and get drunk and pass out in front of Caleb, who is just this stranger, albeit a very well-known stranger mm-hmm. on Nathan's part? But, you know, he's he doesn't know how he's going to act or react to anything. Yeah. I, I think it just kind of harkens back to the same mentality of, like, he's invincible, he's the god, so no one will defy him, not even Caleb. You know, he's mm-hmm. a billionaire. Like, why would anyone do anything against this man? Mm-hmm. Also, he knows that Caleb is very interested in the reason why he's there and the and what he's been proposed to do. So Caleb wouldn't do anything to jeopardize that, at least until the yeah. end. So I don't think I don't think Nathan really it didn't even cross his mind. I couldn't tell though if he was like 
faking that almost maybe so mm-hmm. that caleb would it would allow nathan, caleb yeah to he knew about way their the plan right yeah like nathan was listening in on ava yeah and he caleb so then camera in yeah so i couldn't tell if oh but he did that later didn't right. he so i think like at first maybe he yeah he you was know, just did it and then the, later he totally yeah i think he like switched. egged it on he made caleb realize that he was he could be taken advantage of mm-hmm. and i think maybe nathan did that so that caleb would um like have more of a reason to help ava or like be able to find an easier solution mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it further supports the idea that ava's using all of her abilities yeah. to get out and mm-hmm. caleb is one of those yeah. things so i think yeah maybe at the beginning he just felt that way but then he maybe realized or somehow knew caleb was kind of sneaking around or mm-hmm. starting yeah. to have his mm-hmm. own ideas yeah and then he he you know made himself indisposed so caleb could uh <laughs> change the code and mm-hmm. whatnot i think Which, nathan totally expects ava to manipulate whoever comes in there and that's like mm-hmm. that's, that's his proof that he's created something with its own intelligence and humanity sure but i don't mm-hmm. think he believes that it would go so far as it did no right yeah. i don't either i think he always thought that he would end it somewhere still mm-hmm. proving his point proving that he's a genius and a god <laughs> but that it wouldn't end up killing him which it ultimately does so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's a good point though drew like he you'd think he would have some sort of like emergency <laughs> protocol yeah. right like and if the worst came to worse exactly like and at first i was like oh that's just a plot hole but then yeah. after thinking about it i think it's just him just being so confident in his own mm-hmm. abilities mm-hmm. and his own creations that he just didn't feel the need for one yeah. Yeah. it's gonna be fine yeah. yeah i built this they're not you gonna kill me <laughs> <laughs> or never. just seen terminator terminate any of them anything so anyways the second part short circuit because second part of nietzsche's <laughs> argument is that after we theoretically kill god with science that we are left with nihilism which, to quote some Big Lebowski, no, Donnie, these men are nihilists. There's nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> They're cowards, Donnie. <laughs> we will cut off your Johnson, Lebowski. Um, so the idea is that nihilism is, like, what is the pur- purpose of living? Like, what is the reason to have to go on with life? What's your purpose without a God, without someone, you know, the idea of an afterlife, all of that, you kind of fall into this pit of despair, which we literally see Caleb do when he's yes. yeah. trapped and locked and you see him like slowly give up trying to escape. Yeah. Like perfect parallel to what Nietzsche believed would happen once hmm. humanity realized there was no God, as he argued. Man. Fucking despair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. For real. So yeah, it's just, I love that. I love how trippy it is. I love the like, the really literal like stabbing and bleeding out like mm-hmm. metaphor that we get mm-hmm. yeah i just love that you can you can watch this movie and it's like a fun ai and it's kind of sexy and there's a the funny dance scene but then you can really dig <laughs> into it and it's kind of creepy and it's yeah. like does ava like what happens to her after she leaves like right. what does she go i know and do? Well, that was one of my biggest questions mm-hmm. at the end she just gets on the helicopter like no questions asked mm-hmm. i mean they don't show the dialogue but i was like what did she say yeah what did she say to the helicopter yeah, pilot caleb was supposed to be there mm-hmm. and i think the helicopter pilot was expecting caleb mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what did she say to him to get on? I think she's just really... I think she's a master manipulator more than we saw. I think she yeah, plays him. up the naive thing for Caleb yeah. and us mm-hmm. as the audience. Man. I think she knows more than she lets on. Also, I think she just... Mm-hmm. I don't think the helicopter pilots are going to question anything. Yeah, coming they're, off of Nathan's compound, oh, why would you yeah, ever... There's, there's yeah. no don't know questions anything, asked. Really, yeah. They're just 
Yeah, they how were just long? there to fly the helicopter. How long do you think Nathan and Caleb were just in there? Till they... they Right? How would you ever... Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually someone would realize that Nathan's not, like, sending anything out anymore, but... Yeah. I guess. Caleb has no or, family. But how much was he? Well, his, his yeah. job eventually would probably mm-hmm. start inquiring. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not, because it is through his job that he's... Right. Mm-hmm. He's with Caleb. Yeah. Speaking of Ava, Ava leaving, um, I was just going to mention I really liked the parallels of caleb entering the facility for the first time in awe Mm -hmm. and going through everything really slowly taking Mm -hmm. a gander around and like you know being amazed by by it all and then ava leaving and Hmm. she's so used to this place i mean she's seeing the the top floor and whatever Mm -hmm. but she's amazed and she's in awe of everything outside of this of the facility and she's basically just retracing or going backwards and that is cool Mm -hmm. And getting on the helicopter and then going to society. Um, quick side note: Have you guys seen World's Most Extraordinary Homes? <gasps> yes, I was going to talk about so that. <laughs> <laughs> this house. Like makes the you house. think it's one. Of it is. There. It was is featured it really? the no living room. The living way. room with the, oh the rock God. that's exposed. Yes. It, they filmed it in different locations. Just that living room is on oh my that God. show. <laughs> Maybe you watched that it. one. I did. I was like, oh, this house. Mm-hmm. It's like that show. Yeah. Show. that's yeah. hilarious and it was another fun fact all the furniture is west elm in the movie wow <laughs> the more you know the more you know nice yeah because yes yeah yeah <clears throat> you guys should be sponsored by west elm we'll God, talk to them we'll love a new couch we'll get a contract written <laughs> okay. up here pretty soon um i just because you mentioned the the dance scene mm-hmm. and i just wanted to say that that was my favorite line of the entire movie yeah hands down um does anybody want to quote it I'll do the first line. Okay. Um, you tore up her picture. I'm going to tear up the fucking dance floor. Boom. Dance <laughs> sequence. Like choreographed for about like 40 seconds. Oh, and it was beautiful. Wonderful. It's so creepy mm-hmm. and like a little too long that you're just like, oh, this is so weird. But they're just hitting every move. Yeah. Like I can't like hit it. Into that. Yeah, it's like it's so jazzy. But you think about like how long he's been alone with just Kyoko keeping him company. Any of I guess. Yeah. But like he had to program he had dance. to teach her that dance he had yeah. to come up with the dance yeah. and then he had to teach it to her <laughs> so funny and then wait for someone to amaze yeah. right. <laughs> he's been waiting so long how disappointed is that Caleb doesn't that. care yeah. yeah I know he probably I mean that was probably half the reason why he grabbed Caleb in the first place Just I gotta show this to dance, dance to someone we did it <laughs> we nailed it <laughs> Really quickly, I also mm-hmm. just want to talk about Oscar Isaac's acting because I thought it was phenomenal so good. in this movie. And he just cracked me up so much mm-hmm. when he was drunk, especially when he was looking for his key card when he was just like <laughs> plastered. Oh, yeah. Um, I just enjoyed that so much because mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen him in much. I saw mm-hmm. him in Star Wars and Inside Lewin Davis. So mm-hmm. I know he's, I mean, he's, you know, yeah, a good I knew actor. him first from Drive. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, standard. Mm-hmm. But just cool. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, everyone in that is good. I all, had three, all three of them. <laughs> four, four. Well, isn't um, Kyoko? Kyoko. Oh, yeah, so I always oh, yeah. forget about, about the yeah, yeah, and robots. His, all and his closets of ladies. Plan. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that fucking creepy. That was so crazy. Yeah, in the Awful. bedroom too. Like, oh yeah. yeah, it's just uh, real creepy. Real uh, creepy. Gross. And the idea that he created them and then fucks them is just kind of yeah. weird. It's awful. Yeah. It's really It's awful. all testing. But Oscar Isaac is really <laughs> sexy, so. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the dance was just another, you know, test. Of her motor functions. Exactly. <laughs> Memory retention, you know? I guess. Yeah. Uh, Poor Kyoko. 
on honestly yeah he didn't give her the ability to speak right she says nothing Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. whole movie no yeah ava's able to communicate with her at the very end oh we don't know what she says but she whispers something in her ear and that's right Mm -hmm. like tells her to get nathan yeah can i ask another question yeah okay um was the whole did ava the whole time pretend to be into caleb i think so yeah oh yeah she does she does not even care she just wants Mm -hmm. to escape she locks him in and she just Mm -hmm. dips she doesn't even like turn back and look at him Mm -mm. she only cares about getting out her own uh survival yeah yeah i think she's capable of of forming human emotion and bonds and but just mm-hmm. yeah but, but not to this, yeah but not to the people who are her way out yeah yeah so yeah that kind of leads to like my question my last yeah. question to you guys okay so we see Eva go out and she she does the thing where she like all she wants to do is go to a busy intersection yeah. and people watch that was yes. cute <laughs> but heartwarming it's moment. after she's Aww. murdered two people do you think Ava's a threat to like humanity and society like honestly i think she could i mean she totally could be but i don't think she is any more than a human Mm, like a mm -hmm. psycho manipulative Mm -hmm. human Mm -hmm. because humans murder people in a manipulative way and i think she didn't do anything special in that way you know like anyone could have done that so i don't think for your whole life yeah now i don't see her as any more of a danger sorry go ahead no you're fine i i just i just um now it's just what she wants next it's like what's yeah. the next thing what's the next goal because all she wanted was to see humanity at its busiest place mm-hmm. and now maybe she wants to go explore the rest of the world maybe yeah. she wants to play video games maybe mm-hmm. she wants to read yeah create, have a relationship create another know? ai like is she smart enough to do I, that I, nathan I created ask, her yeah. you know how smart is she mm-hmm. you know crazy also like the skin yeah oh yeah that was fun well i just figured like at some point that's gotta like deteriorate or like get dingy or Um, maybe so it's like how is she gonna replace that true it's it looks like silicone (laughs) or something i'm sure it's like it's gonna last forever she peeled it off her face to show caleb and then Mm -hmm. she was no i mean like what if the skin itself gets like Like damaged or whatever like is yeah I don't know. It's she'll, just the, the she'll logistics just have to of it. Take out. a shower. Take a shower. A nice bath. Yeah. Something Julia had actually pointed out when we were watching the film was um, Nathan shows Caleb the top of Ava's brain, essentially, which is all the different like directions of the lines and stuff. And her first painting that she shows Ava, first painting Ava shows Caleb is essentially like that same view. Oh, like the like yeah. tree of her brain. It looked the trees later. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like it's just it's like her neural like network. It's yes. the, it's the yes. plasticity, the wetware. Yeah, yeah. the wetware. I don't know if the that wetware was okay. intentional. But that's yeah, super cool though. Because that's that. that's like our theory of how our brains work is plasticity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. has to do with the idea of why people like who have brain damage, their brains can can wire around it and yeah, come back adapt. and mm-hmm. adapt. Mm-hmm. Super cool. It is. Yeah, I have a I have a note about when Ava leaves kind of connects to that um at the end i be- i don't mm, it's either <laughs> it's either right before or right after she kills nathan it says ava session seven yeah mm-hmm. and so with that it appears on the screen even though caleb and nathan aren't administering the test i think mm-hmm. at this point nathan's even already dead mm-hmm. so it's when she's leaving and so this suggests that ava was the one 
testing the two of them the entire time mm. so every time we see ava session one session two three four five up to seven mm-hmm. it totally. it's actually ava's Changes like the perspective that. of yeah. the session. Yeah, it's not That's them cool. testing her. Wow, there's a cool. lot of perspective really shifts. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you go in, like you're kind of mirroring Caleb as the audience, and then you shift to mirroring Nathan a little bit, and then you end up with Ava. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The movie definitely like transition and transitions well and has a really good pace mm-hmm. the whole time. I never was bored or no. I know, same, and I'm all. It was like always. I was always kind of on edge the whole time, Mm -hmm. and there wasn't any like dull moments. No, and then when it when it ends, you feel so just uneasy. Yeah, and especially when they were talking about Blue Book and how like oh we have these devices and everyone has a phone, everyone has a microphone in their phone, everybody can listen to Mm -hmm. and hear everything you're saying. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Totally it's totally already happening. It's totally already <laughs> yeah. happening. And I was like, and I've, I've, I know I've accepted that, but just hearing someone say it out loud mm-hmm. in a movie, it was weird. When mm-hmm. Caleb was like, "How'd you get all this information?" I was like, "Well, well duh, Caleb. Yeah. 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 How about you use your freaking noggin? What, what is it called? What is it called again? Wetware. Wet Why don't you use your wetware, Caleb? Get your wets out and yeah. pat them dry. Dust my wets <laughs> for." Another thing about when she's leaving and we're watching it and you're saying you felt uneasy, we get like this nice like, you know, um, uh, re- like reprisal type of music mm-hmm. where she's seeing the world for the first time and it's out of context. It looks very, uh, it looks like a very good thing is happening. Mm. And she's wearing all white, and it's a beautiful woman, and she's going through the forest, and it's (laughs) almost like a fairy tale, and she's Mm -hmm. looking around, and the music's uplifting, and she's, you know, escaping. And sure, you know, you can look at it that way. You can also look at it the way where she just murdered two people. (laughs) Um, She's an AI, so she's not a human being, you know, whatever that means to you. Mm -hmm. But, like, at the end, you said it's an uneasy feeling, and I got that too. So even though it's, it's... coming across as something good you still have this feeling in your stomach of like oh no while she's walking out. out you're like oh i don't know if this is good but she's yeah. just like yes this is yeah. all that she's ever wanted yeah yeah i can't believe yes. this is my life <laughs> yeah she's not gonna age no no she's never gonna die she's gonna yeah she'll have to figure out how to blend in but I'm sure she already knows that. Yeah. But it's interesting that she does have like wants. Like she wanted to go to the intersection and just like people watch. Mm-hmm. So She's I wonder like what her compass data. is. Yeah. Be like, a better AI like, and what's, take over. Exactly. Like what does she do with those like wants? Or is that mm-hmm. just like a learned thing that she knows humans have wants. So she's like mimicking that. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. don't know. Is she mimicking or is it? Right. Yeah. Like is it genuine? And if she's mimicking, is that true AI? I mean, yeah, I are we know. all just mimicking each other and like what social norms are? Like what is truly intrinsically True. human or is it just learned social behavior? And fuck if I the, know. Yeah. The cra- <laughs> shit. The craziest. Are we robots? Should we be like Speaking fucking of, Caleb? Well, Caleb cut our own yeah, arm open? That was crazy. Sorry, yeah. That's exactly what I was No, we should talk about that. We it's should. It's a really trippy part of the movie. Duder forgot if he was human <laughs> tell. or a computer. <laughs> And cuts into his own wrist. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, not only what? cuts, like digs around yeah. and like gets real weird with oh, it. Oh god! And, like, <laughs> smears I close his my eyes blood for that. All yeah. Of- yeah, that was a little dramatic, but 
that was a moment where I was like, God damn it, Caleb, you big idiot. Like, I know, (laughs) I know. But also, yeah, he's like seen how powerful she is. And he was like, oh, do everything I know to exist about me and my experiences. Was that just like coded in me? Like, Damn. Yeah. Handed to me see, and then Wow, learned. yeah, because yeah. we don't see Caleb's life really no. before. Do I have He doesn't, he doesn't have parents. <laughs> his parents are I dead, know, but exactly. is that just like a program memory? He could have that, been, yeah, programmed a backstory. He had, like, scar- yeah. he had scars on his back, which are the only yeah. thing that like, mm-hmm. you know, why would a robot right. have scars unless, you know, to convince mm-hmm. of, yeah. a, of a past that wasn't real. But Or it was like a first generation of like Nathan figuring out how to yeah. make skin and it wasn't that good. So. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. He, let's just say cool. Caleb wasn't doing so hot. No. Caleb poor, breaks. poor yeah. little man. Yeah. Poor Hux. I really liked that bit, though. I think Bill Will- Weasley on. also. Yeah. Say that. I'm sorry, cousin. Is he Bill Weasley? He's also Bill Weasley. Oh. Weasley? What? <laughs> Weasley. Every boy. Every That's hilarious. <clears throat> right. Anyways. <laughs> so why is the film called ex machina Ooh, oh i got it um shy <laughs> do you do you take no it? please i don't want it i don't you know ha- i don't you know have the talking know that you know it i'm gonna say what i have written down and if it's incorrect <laughs> you correct me okay the title derives from the latin phrase deus ex machina deus deus <laughs> ex machina I was testing you, Shai. <laughs> meaning, th- and you passed. Meaning a god from the machine. Mm-hmm. Wow. There you go. Ooh, I have a a phrase Fuck. that originated in Greek tragedies. Huh. An actor playing a god would be lowered down via a platform machine. Oh. And solve the character's issues resulting in a happy <clears throat> ending. That's so funny. Ex Machina's plot is a loose adaptation of William Shakespeare's play, The Tempest. <gasps> Do you want to talk about that, Shay? I don't have anything on The Tempest. Uh, each of the film's three main characters are roughly analogous to the characters in the play. Nathan corresponds to Prospero, which is a powerful magician who lives on a remote island and who manipulates the events and characters in the story to his liking. <laughs> Ava is analogous to Miranda, Prospero's daughter. Both Miranda and Ava were created by Prospero slash Nathan, and neither have been exposed to or experienced uh, people outside of their respected confines. Caleb equals Ferdinand, which in both the play and the movie was contrived to bring uh, to the isolated location, and in both cases the character fell for the daughter slash creation hmm. um so yeah pretty pretty darn that's so similar that's crazy that's cool yeah. nice i love that do you know Thank what it means guys. in like modern interpretations of deus ex machina it's deus like a, ex machina deus ex machina do you know De- what that i think it's deus deus deus, deus ex machina inform us so now we use it as like the plot device of the thing coming in at the end to save the day that you didn't know existed. Right. A that great comes ex- out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Oh. Just a divine it, intervention to fix it. What's a fun example in Harry Potter? Go. Um, <laughs> I got it, I got it, I got it. Cousin is fist pumping. Oh, I got it, I got it. I got it. <laughs> uh, which one? 
Oh, uh, I can't think of the title now. Where they um, we meet Tom Ridley for the first time when they're Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle. <laughs> Tom Ridley. Believe it or not, uh, Chamber of Chamber. Secrets. The Basilisk Fang. Oh, the Phoenix. The Phoenix. The Phoenix coming in Fox. to save the day. Mm-hmm. So Harry gets stabbed by the Basilisk Fang. We don't know how he's going to survive because all that we know is that that's the death wish for him. And then this phoenix that we didn't know existed in the world of Harry Potter until this moment comes in and saves the day. That is a day it's like Machina. His tears have healing Mm -hmm. powers. He did give Harry the sword too earlier. Okay, back to Machina. To kill the the Batholith. Bill Weasley. Billiam Williams Liam. I hate that in movies. Yeah, I don't like it as a plot device. It's Deus. Deuce. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. Ex machinima. <laughs> so I have a question. I have multiple questions. This is Pinot Cousin, my okay. cousin. Deuces. <laughs> De- Kyoko mm-hmm. and Ava were in cahoots mm-hmm. by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Were they in cahoots the whole time? I don't think so. I don't I know if they ever I met. I don't know if Kyoko's yeah, had I don't think access they met. to her. Okay. I think Nathan kept them separate mm-hmm. on purpose. But Kyoko goes to Ava when i think she like recognizes her like in, in the hallway isn't it before that when she's in the room there's a power outage the main one when it unlocks all the doors kyoko goes in so i guess yeah it's the end of the movie where they're in the hallway mm-hmm. that's the first time they see each other yeah i think they're able to identify other ai that the other is of their own of the same creation some Which way somehow interesting. yeah was ava wearing wearing her skin at that point <laughs> had she oh no you know what wasn't. i mean yeah okay so then kyoko must have seen her um or her calves or her arms that were exposed mm-hmm. like didn't yeah i guess everywhere except uh, her yeah. ava, ava was fully she had all Skinned. of the clothes but then nathan hit her arm with the with the weight mm-hmm. right handle and it broke broke the but she goes and talks to kyoko before that i think that's okay. i don't know Right, and they have wh- and whispers. Did, she yeah. could have told her, her there to that I'm that Nathan created me too, and now mm-hmm. we need to kill Nathan. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I think that even though Kyoko can't speak, she is totally with it, like oh, yeah. in, internally. I think she's coherent. Yeah, yeah. and and I guess she probably s- sympathizes with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wants to kill Nathan just as much as she does. Yeah. And you kind of see glimpses of that throughout the movie, just in the way yeah. Kyoko's like focusing on things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where where did the knife come from? Oh, that was a kitchen knife. Kitchen knife. Kyoko does like all the cooking. I think. Yeah. Like so she's she, like a, just a servant in the house. She brought it to Ava. Well, it was in the hallway, and the it. hallway was that's like connected to the rest of the house. Yeah. So she came from the kitchen. And Ava was like, and she had the, the knife. knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like, remember that. Like, why yeah, would she be in the happened? hallway with the knife? So maybe there was some sort of communication before. Mm-hmm. Oh I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They really twist that knife around too in his back. I know. It's really gnarly. Oh, know. <laughs> it slides yeah, so buttery. Yeah. Like it's I so know. not human how it just slides. Like if I was trying to stab somebody, you hit spine and bone and it's like, right. they yeah. just go whoop. I know. Like, no. And they did it slowly. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone else would do it quickly. And I feel like they have like a perfect idea of what human anatomy is. So they hit like exactly the right yeah. like <laughs> spot to yeah. kill them. Because there's yeah. no emotion behind mm-hmm. that. It seems so... <laughs> Like, I'm just trying to escape and you're in my way. Yeah. He gets Technical. stabbed and then he starts walking away. He's unfucking believable. Yeah. <laughs> so he says. I made you. Yeah. I think so. He's like, you gotta be kidding me. Un- yeah. no, this yeah. is unfucking believable. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Right. I think so. Unreal. Yeah. He's unreal. Oh, 
Oh, and then she starts getting all pale. And oh, she's, yeah. That's so gnarly. It's a slow one. It is. It's weird that he, yeah, he didn't see it coming, so mm-hmm. he couldn't really react. Like, he didn't have, I feel like he, he almost, screaming, like. Yeah, he almost has a, oh, of course, kind of right. a moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, this is how this it's ends. Like, yeah. <laughs> Killed by my Ooh. own creation. Yeah. Would you rather be Nathan or Caleb at the end? You want to go out fast or slow? Oh, God. I would rather be Nathan at the end. Because I think it seems like he accepts it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Caleb is just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, he is trapped in there and he's still, like, banging on the door and, like, yeah. screaming. Because he, he's holding on to the idea of Ava, like, sympathizing with him. Right. And so he's, like, yelling at her and she doesn't even turn around. So that would be worse, I think. I'd feel like such a fool mm-hmm. yeah. as Caleb, too. So yeah. Also yeah. And that's worse. Like, you being mm-hmm. in like just being so stupid for a week yeah and here you are yeah put yourself in the position but it's like would you rather die of starvation or being stabbed to death i'd, I'd probably just rather stabbed. be stabbed. nathan yeah yeah i wouldn't want to uh, live with myself more knowing death. yeah <laughs> it is. i guess and you die a billion trillionaire yeah but when you're dead <laughs> does that matter. really matter yeah but like i don't want to be yeah, Caleb I just sucks. I guess yeah. I'd rather be Nathan. Caleb might have a chance if someone notices he <laughs> that is um, true. was gone. Yeah. You but know? if you know you're going to die, right. then might as well be Nathan. Yeah, I agree. Nathan, yeah. all in. Yeah. Oh, I hate him otherwise. Yeah. yeah. That was a love-hate. Yeah. You love to hate him. Yeah. Earlier, Shy, you had asked us questions uh, about the movie. And you kind of you kind of glazed over them at the beginning when you started talking about all of the God Deep is philosophy. dead stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what what were those questions yeah. again? They're very open questions that don't they're just fun to talk about. They don't have to have answers. Perfect. My first one was, what level of intelligence and consciousness grants in AI human rights? Mm. None, because they're never going to be human. Because <laughs> yeah, they weren't born of a man and a woman. <laughs> I don't know that's it i mean that's a really tough question mm-hmm. that's kind of the the question you're left with at the end of the movie yeah, yeah it is because like i mean ava just wanted to escape but in in her way of escaping she murdered people right, right. i think if you're not a murderer you should be granted human rights yeah but humans murder exactly but they go they go to they go bad they go jail they go prison <laughs> they go dead but they're still humans with human rights they're still human rights Hardly. on death row but it's like well then she can get the same human rights on death row if there was a computer and okay and i'll say there's there's an ai and it has the capacity to to help people and to have wants and desires and it can move around (laughs) but it's not gonna like murder i mean right if if we create something if we have the ability to create something we should have the ability to program it not to harm anyone or anything. I robot with Will Smith, you mean? <laughs> the book is so good. The movie, no. Um so with that, like why wouldn't we do that? That would be stupid for us not right. to do that. So I yeah. think in that I think that's a like, different goal though. Mm-hmm. Like Nathan Nathan Nathan's goal was clearly to like build an ai that was human like Mm -hmm. absolutely building ais that are serve a purpose or a few purposes yeah but but i'm saying if we give them human rights we should also give them 
restrictions. Yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. I think it just goes back to what Julia was saying about what your goal is. If your goal is to create a human that is AI, mm-hmm. then you don't put in any safeguards because humans don't have safeguards built in. We're just. But what's the point mm-hmm. of doing that? Other than you, other than just saying yeah. But then <laughs> yeah. now that you've proven you can do it, then let's make right. let's have robots as AI, and then use them as Safety. products. Yeah. Because that's what they are. Yeah. Right. But let's. let's and if just, you limit some of the, if you limit some of their, abilities. conscious, mm-hmm. conscious abilities too, then it kind of brings down the whole, you know, human rights sort of thing. Yeah. Because right? right. they're not like as smart or right. they're dependent or something. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. But like, let's say that, uh, an AI was created, the human that created it died and they didn't give this ai the ability to or they, they allowed them to have the ability like to ava. like kill or like yeah. ava exactly mm-hmm. but they don't kill i think that's something that would warrant human mm-hmm. rights if they're like if they pass the turing test in like the way it is passed in the movie then if they're indiscernible from a human then i guess why not mm-hmm. right until they kill someone Ex- yeah, and, and then, then we pull the plug. She, yeah, when do they become more jail. than human? Mm-hmm. Then you go yeah. to AI jail. AI jail, <laughs> which is they just, just turn you off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite quote of the whole movie though is when Ava asks Caleb, "Do you have people test you who might switch you off?" And he goes, "No." Yeah. And then she goes, "Then why do I?" Yeah. Fucking trippy. So unfair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I was an AI, I'd be pissed. I would be murdering left or right mm-hmm. just to escape and then after that okay so you want to party <laughs> who wants to go to an intersection with me <laughs> oh, party at the intersection I love it but once they get that one little taste of blood <laughs> with a nice Chianti <laughs> oh no I don't know I don't trust them I do not trust them yeah, yeah. you're smart <laughs> I'm not, not Caleb is what I am yeah, yeah a lot of people not, are not, not a Caleb. simp not a simp for that good AI booty <laughs> next question next doctor. question uh, doctor doctor let's see this is kind of like i don't know it might be kind of a self-explanatory one we kind of talked about it the idea of like what makes ava potentially worthy of freedom but then what makes kyoko a slave like what is their defining difference because all that we know between them differently is that kyoko can't speak Mm-hmm. For all that we know, she is just as intelligent, just as empathetic, mm. has the same humanity and consciousness. She seems a little bit more spacey, though. Like yeah, she doesn't yeah. seem all there yeah. to me. I think they. Were, I mean, her dance moves sorry. were pretty good. I know. <laughs> we're gonna say, <laughs> but she saying. was just laying in bed, and yeah, then she well, kind of started she like, was, like taking sp- her skin off in front of him. Well, that's why I think she was specifically programmed to like fulfill certain. Um, I don't know acts like mm-hmm. I think like Nathan I think told Nathan her to do programmed stuff like that. her yeah mm-hmm. to be his like servant and whatever else she did mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Ava was his true like um, his true experiment yeah sure and she was more just like maybe at first she started as like the main um, mm-hmm. being that he's like Gonna test then he kind of uses her as like a puppet. Yeah. had more restrictions. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think that was designed. Like if by you, design. Yeah. If you had a Kyoko, would you feel bad for her? Like if you... Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. 
I empathize with her that whole movie. Yeah. Even though she's like, what we're saying is she's kind of spacey. She doesn't really, she's not really all there. Yeah. But at the same well, time, still, you would feel weird having, yeah. right? Like, yes. that's basically why, a robot slave. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why you need to make him not look like human. You need <laughs> right. to have like the nice rectangular square. <laughs> Little Wallies. Yeah. SpongeBob. <laughs> Face. Yeah. Have him have like the robot voice. C-3PO's, you know, just like, Make them look like that, and mm-hmm. then I think that'll solve yeah, all the issues. Yeah, because it's, it's just them looking like us, Yeah, and that's why we empathize with them. I don't know. Yeah, if it was like a gonk droid, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just really like matter. slapping them. Yeah. <laughs> Throw them Wouldn't have as good dance moves, though. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, he kind of hobbles around. <laughs> Great. Do you have any other questions, Shai? Uh, let me see. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it. Okay. Well, since we've reached the end of our discussion, let's do another round robin. Another round. If anyone, to see if anyone has changed their rating for this film. <clears throat> I'm going to go last. Okay. I'm going to stick with my nine. Okay. Because I like talking about it, and that's like why I gave it a nine. Yeah. Like, I like everything about yeah. the movie, um, so I don't think talking about it improved that score. But nine, I think, is my best score for movies we've... That's nice. great. Nice. Talked about yeah, yeah. yeah I'm still on my Yeah, no, I love yeah. it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because I I I've known I've liked this movie for a really long time, but knowing some of this other stuff is actually pretty darn cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew some of it, but not nearly most mm-hmm. of the stuff Shy said. So I think I was I was an eight point five. I don't know. It's either that or a nine, mm-hmm. somewhere in it's between. Kinda, it's kind of like you're already up there. So exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's I love it a lot, but as as far as like personal favorites go, it's it's up there but it's not like not like i'm like instantly like oh it's a 10 or like oh it's mm-hmm. gotta be a it's gotta be a nine or else you fuck it all <laughs> so yeah cool cuz um i'm kind of sticking around the same yeah, probably that's you fair. what about you cuz i'm gonna bump up a little bit nice yeah. um it, what was most intriguing was hearing the symbolism and the um similarities to Nietzsche mm-hmm. in this movie and so I think I'm gonna go from an 8 to an 8.5 nice. yeah, yeah 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 that was that's cool. what I'm talking about <laughs> there's so much more that I didn't even like get into because it was above my like sure. understanding <laughs> too there's like yeah there's a lot yeah and I, I'm sure this is a movie that could be talked about for mm-hmm. a full day yeah also the it. score is just awesome. oh yeah the, the song at the end or the yeah I guess the score at the end when Nathan gets killed like that's just so cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't remember it, listen, check it out. I might have to read. Let's check it out. It's worth a listen. So thank you guys for being on another episode of Oh Cousin, Cousin, My Cousin. Cousin. You're very welcome. And thank you, Shai, for providing us with such fun, insightful information. Thank you, Shai, for leading us. I like nerding out. (laughs) Thanks for nerding out with me. Yes. We love the passion that people bring. Again, that's why we like to talk about this stuff, because we're interested in it. Exactly. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Oh Cousin, My Cousin! Yeah! Yeah! Join us next week where we're going to discuss the movie The Big Lebowski with potentially a special guest. 